Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. And we are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, I wonder how often in life we slow down and take time to find out the real value in it. Not very often. Right. And are we defining what matters most and seeking to understand the things that give us purpose or a sense of it? That takes some time. It really, really does. So, and the author of 50 Things That Really Matter wrote and shared stories in this compilation, this wonderful little book, wrote that big homes, luxury cars, diamond bracelets, digital TVs, exotic vacations, extravagant trips, and, and to the spa, these days were surrounded by such symbols of wealth and if we aren't among the lucky few to enjoy these prizes, we feel left out, stressed, perhaps even unworthy or depressed. So Jill, I think this is an interesting concept. What are those actions, attributes, things, values that we have in life that you can, that I can cultivate to eliminate that feeling of being left out, of getting stressed out, of being depressed, or even feeling unworthy. I know when you were reading, you were making some notes. So do you want to share what spoke yes. to you in this book? Great, let's hear yes. it. Yes. The first one that spoke to me was number 50 in this book. Oh, 50. Which was you. So you matter. Mm-hmm. And when you were reading the things that people feel being stressed out and depressed and unworthy, a lot of the social media came to mind Mm -hmm. for me. Sure. And when you are using the social media, you're kind of escaping yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it can be detrimental if you allow yourself to go down that path that I'm more concerned with everybody else right. instead of myself. Right. You know, so I think you never underestimate how special you are. Without a doubt, there's only one you. Absolutely. It's the only one you... And you've got to take care of you. There's a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Take care of you. Absolutely. Because not only do you need you, but everybody else, you're necessary. That's you right. are a vital part of right. what makes the world go round. And speaking of taking care of you, one of the items that I noted that I thought really matters and one that I greatly appreciate and strive to do is quiet time. I really, really like to spend time in silence I don't find it awkward, even if there's someone next to me or if I am alone, because I think it really does clear the way for sounds that we rarely pay attention to. So sometimes I might be outside, right? And I actually do a meditation where I will very intentionally listen to what is around me. And not that voice in my head or that negative self-talk or anything that, you know, is distracting to me. But actually pay attention when I pause 
in the quiet. And that then also allows me to quiet some of that noise and the distraction that happens in my mind that can be chaotic or stressful and gets me bogged down because I'm just thinking and thinking and thinking and not paying attention really and being intentional or in the moment with ooh, taking it all in, listening intently because there's quiet around me. So I really do appreciate quiet time. That takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of intention. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I put on my list that kind of goes with that is faith. Mm. Because for me, it is a reflection. It's a quiet time. And I just finished going to this mission that they had at church. I'd never done one before, and it sounded appealing, and I thought, I'm going to try this. I love see that. what it is. Sure. So it was an hour for three nights in a row, and it started with, do you know him? Okay. And basically ended up, do you get him? So a lot of that reflection requires the quiet time mm -hmm. to reflect and really get down to, what do I really believe? You know, am I just going through the motions? What am I practicing? And how is that enriching to me so that I take it in for the purpose of letting it shine back out? So faith was one of the items I chose on the 50 things that really matters. I like that. I think one thing that goes right along with faith is hope. And this, you, I mean, our podcast is about hope and finding that, especially when things don't turn out the way that we think they're going to, or when we're so anticipatory about what's happening and we can't see maybe what the goodness is. And I think about my nieces and nephews and the view that they have on life through kids' lens and kids' eyes. And they almost always have that innocent, hopeful view of the best. The best in people, the best of intentions, the best of situations. Such a positive outlook. And I think if more adults continued to bring that view into adulthood, the world would be such a different place. And we, it doesn't mean that we're naive and that we aren't accepting of the reality that we have, but bringing that hope could help ease some of the disappointment that we face because there can be positive outcomes even in the face of disappointment. It really is in how we're looking at our situations and how we're reacting to them. We have a choice and we can choose to be hopeful instead of helpless or instead of bitter and angry. There's always a choice to change the outlook and go toward that positive. And again, I think about kids always choose that. I mean, it just is so amazing to see the world through their eyes. That is an excellent point. 
There's two things kids always do. They always choose that positive, that hope, and they run everywhere. That's right. They do run so everywhere. So imagine if we ran everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We need to continue that on into adulthood. Yes. But I think a great companion for hope is gratitude. Absolutely. You know, so bring that gratitude with you for what was, the wonderful memories you have, what is, how grateful you are for your current situation and what will be, you know, and what will be is probably the hope part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, every day I try to write down at least three things I'm grateful for. That's neat. Sometimes it can be just that the sun came out. Right. You know, sometimes it's I'm employed. (laughs) You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that chocolate chip ice cream. (laughs) But, you know, gratitude helps us reflect and I think turn the positive on absolutely you know which is so necessary because there are so many things that you know we take for granted Mm -hmm. and not everybody has the same life so be grateful for what you have and relish in that I think when you exhibit gratitude it also helps people be kind. And so one that I thought really spoke to me and what really matters is kindness. It is really easy for me when someone is showing me gratitude just to reciprocate. And that to me is that kindness right back. And I think about that exchange, right? What an exchange of Gratitude and kindness. It's like this evolving circle, right? Oh my goodness. And we all have access to that exchange. And the feeling that you're left with when we are kind to each other and we're exhibiting kindness, it's a warm hug. Oh my goodness, right? It is just, and it's so nourishing. It really can feed our soul and it really can bring each other together Because, again, we have access to it. It doesn't cost us anything to be kind. And if we, in turn, show that gratitude, it just keeps extending it, right? Kindness, gratitude. Kindness, gratitude. Or gratitude, kindness. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? It just becomes this cycle. Yeah, it's a good tennis match. Absolutely. Back and forth. Back and forth. Back Mm -hmm. and forth. And I think those two are key players in my next selection okay which is family and friends nice you know because they do bring kindness and encouragement and you know they are not to be taken for granted Mm -hmm. not everybody has the level of friendship or the family um again to be grateful for them Mm -hmm. you know they provide the laughter until your your eyes are watering, mm-hmm. the soft place to land in life, right? The borders that keep you on the straight and narrow, the ones that call you in and say, "Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, what are you doing?" That keep you honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, the friends and family really matter. Absolutely, and aren't friends really the family that you choose? Yes, right? definitely. And I, I think about how much friends and family matter as I get older. 
and the relationships that I have. And you're absolutely, that is, to me, that is always at the very top of a list of things that matter to me. I'm so grateful for the friends and family that I have. Sometimes with friends and family, it is imperative to say I'm sorry. And I think it definitely matters that you know how to say it and mean it. And an apology can go a long way to mending fences, to healing yourself and offering healing to someone you have hurt intentionally or unintentionally and to really staying connected to people in life because people need people. Absolutely. You know, and the I'm sorry, the forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness is so important Mm -hmm. because no one wants to get down the road of resentment and Mm -hmm. bitterness. Right. And what happened, happened. Mend the fences learn from it, and move on. It sets you free. So it maybe the person that you're extending the apology to may not be thankful, may not show you gratitude or kindness again. Okay, but set yourself free by cleansing your soul of whatever it was and truly make an effort to not harm again. That, to me, is a critical component of saying you're sorry and how you can continue to make it matter is that it is authentic because they aren't just words. There are actions that are behind it that enforce that you mean it when you say you're sorry, that the intention of your actions was not to harm, that the impact was not to be negative, and if it was when it was, that you will do better in the future to not repeat it. Right, right. It's all about uh, Mm self-improvement and elevating your, the way you live. Right. For sure. All right, give me one more. Okay, one more. Yes. Which is kind of the season we're coming Mm -hmm. into is right around the corner, but I truly love summer nights. Nice. Yes. Love summer Mm -hmm. nights. I love the long evenings. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, it costs nothing, but it's pure enjoyment for me. Mm -hmm. I feel like the night lasts forever. And I love that I can take in all of the sounds Mm -hmm. that are happening, all of the smells, like the smell of honeysuckle you know, the um, different sights of the flowers, you know, the quiet time that, yes. mm-hmm. that can happen, um, the butterflies, just putting some music on, mm-hmm. the summer nights. To me, that really matters. It's, a, it's getting back to nature. I love that too. My last one that I wanted to bring up that I, for me, really matters is having courage and exhibiting it. And when you maybe need to show it as a model for others, right? So I just think courage in life is super important. I equate courage also with wisdom. So I think sometimes we don't know how courageous we can be until we've learned some lessons and we've come through them and we do that reflection and we name it 
and we own our courage and the courage that it takes to stand up in the face of adversity, to show up when it's easier to stay at home, to continue to do the hard right thing, the difficult choice gets made as opposed to just taking the easy route or not facing issues that need to be addressed. I love the background that I have and the upbringing I have because it gave me a value set that I can be steadfast in where I don't have to question whether or not I'm courageous. I just need to exercise it. Oh, exercise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push the boundary of uncomfortableness. Absolutely. Yes. That, mm-hmm. For growth. For gr- And that's it. Yeah. It, growth. And I think, too, as women, a lot of times we don't look at each other or ourselves as being brave. And I absolutely think that we are and we make brave choices. And we, again, we just... We show up so strong for ourselves because we can do things that are difficult and right and just really truly a part of who we are. Yeah, and I think the actions, the modeling that you do, you have no idea who's watching, right? who's taking note, who might be inspired. So it's a good thing to push yourself and let other people follow in line and say, hey, she can do it. I can do it. Right. It matters that people are watching, whether you know it or not, that example that you're setting can change someone's life. Yes, for right? sure. For sure. Okay, so there were 50 in the book, Jill. Would would you have a 51? I could have a 51. What would it be? It would be, I think, education, always learning, Mm -hmm. keeping an open mind, Mm -hmm. whether it's textbook learning or learning about people, learning about what makes them tick. Mm -hmm. Why are they experiencing and reacting a certain way? You know, I think it's a constant that you never stop learning, and that's what makes it exciting. I agree. I think when you are a constant learner, you also lend yourself to not become narrow-minded, but to stay open-minded and not to become judgmental, right? There's room and space for everyone because your curiosity is just that. It's not criticism. It's not a critique. It is a seeking to understand more. Yes, not to be understood, but to understand. Mm -hmm. And I have been saying this a lot recently, but I feel as I get older, I know less. (laughs) And it, it, I think, is telling me that there's a whole wide world out there Mm -hmm. that is still left for you to discover, no matter how old you are. It does not matter. I don't think you know less, Jill. I think we have access to more and it is hard to stay on top of. That is true. I'm, <laughs> I'm juggling 50 to-do lists. That's right. Yes. That's exactly right. So what is your uh, addition to the list? 
I think what is really important and what matters is having a sense of significance. I believe that every person is a contribution and that contribution provides a purpose for you and for your life. And just like you're number one, you matter. Oh yeah, always, Mm -hmm. always and forever. Right. With that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at 2 Gen Xers and a Mic. That is the number 2, G E N. X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.